ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Rum and Regret podcast. I am Andy Drake. Johanna Myers. Nate Tussing, we drink and we know things. It is Tuesday, November 14th. We are back after our annual Halloween Horrorcast. Uh, and uh, tonight we will be talking about uh, Fall of the House of Usher on Netflix. We'll also be talking about Gen V on Prime Video and Loki on Disney+. Plus. Um, let's uh start off with our and we'll talk about these in our segments uh however uh this is also going to turn out to be our thankful cast in a way because we're gonna thanksgiving's next week so oh <laughs> duh so yeah so there we are um so anyway um joe start us off horror corner horror corner uh five nights at freddy's oh shit you watched it <laughs> yes i did okay. <laughs> on the um willie's wonderland scale where does this fall <laughs> uh if it falls short in my opinion yeah i heard it was pretty tame it, yeah. it's pretty tame uh the story is more robust than willie's wonderland but willie's has all of the good kills and all the good gore and better of the psycho animatronics in my opinion okay so so what is this movie for the uninitiated uh this is uh basically dude goes gets a job in a rundown chuck e cheese and all the animatronics come to life and wreak havoc basically the same plot as willie's wonderland i was gonna say so you're talking about just a chuck e cheese then normally (laughs) okay um this is based off a video game right Yes, it is. Which I have not played the video game. I don't know if Sounds you guys fun. have. You guys? No, no, I, I haven't. haven't. Let me look it up real quick. Yeah. Well, uh, side uh, kittens. Yeah. Uh, How many side kittens? Side kittens. Yeah, five. Okay. Five, five, six. All right. All right. It's if, got yeah, a nine out of ten on Steam. As far as the game goes, that's interesting. Okay. Well, we all. It's fun. It's not as gory and. You know, yeah. it's just it kind of just is a if you've seen Willie's Wonderland, you're like, I kind of wish I was watching Willie's Wonderland. <laughs> <laughs> this is oh, fun, man. but it's almost ten I years think. old, released in August of twenty fourteen. Uh, uh, but twenty one yeah, okay. uh twenty one hundred and forty six reviews and it's at and it has like a ninety plus overwhelmingly positive score. Well we all know about how video games don't necessarily translate that well to movies or TV. Sure. But yeah. And like, I don't know the video game, so I don't yeah. have any yeah. frame of reference. So <laughs> <I> like, <laughs> the, the first couple of sentences here, welcome to your new summer job at Freddy's Fazbear's pizza <laughs> where kids and parents alike come for entertainment and food. As far as the eye can see, <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> the robot's behavior is somewhat unpredictable at night. However, <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. You survive five nights at Freddy's. Right on. Nice. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it was good. Yeah. It was, it was fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, and um, yeah, what else? I, uh, after the Halloween horror cast, I did a uh, gauntlet of watching <laughs> the first three of um, Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday the 13th. Oh, nice. Which was really fun because it's been a while since I've seen a lot of those movies. So, yeah, <laughs> it was it was nice to kind of go through 
the origins of the Halloween horror. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of them don't hold up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, Dream Warriors is still the best. It, it, I was going to say, do any of them hold up? Because Dream Warriors was my favorite. Yeah. It's it, Dream Warriors is still the best, and um, I'm gonna make a lot of enemies saying this, but anybody who says Jason's better than Freddy is Stupid. sorely lacking. <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs> yeah. uh, have no imagination. That's right. a nice way to yeah. say it. Yeah. <laughs> and Jason doesn't even show up until like the third movie. So, right. <laughs> like, yeah, really. <laughs> but anyway, uh, that's uh, my horror corner. So, uh, before we segueing into yeah, but, well, before we dig into Usher, I, we, uh, Jamie and I watched this movie called Spectral on Netflix. It was, uh, it was it's an older film, uh, but it still checks out. No, um, I think it was made in 2016, and uh, uh, decent cast in it, and it was about um, uh, army soldiers that uh, encounter sort of a uh, uh, unexplained uh, spectral phenomenon while trying to clear Ooh. out a uh, a city and uh it was actually a really really good movie um it's got all all your good sort of horror turns cuz you need like special glasses to see the um the spectral guys um mm -hmm. and it takes it takes some really cool turns so if you guys have some time uh, check out Spectral on Netflix. I think you'd I think you'd dig it, uh, for sure. So, nice. but um, yeah, let's uh, let's let's talk about uh, Fall of the House of Usher. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, I just have to say I was not prepared for the amount of Poe that's in the show. Right. Like every single thing oh. is a Poe reference. Yeah. <laughs> Did you mean for that to rhyme? Because that was fucking dope. <laughs> no, you I didn't talk so. about the the rough and stuff Afro Puff headset. <laughs> so you're you're doing the Lady of Rage with yeah. the rhyming too. That was awesome. But yeah, I, like seriously, every single thing in the show is a Poe reference. Yeah. And even like some that are referenced to his actual life. Yeah. I mean, every and episode title is Poe. Yeah. Every, every name, every, yeah. everything. So I'll, like I sent you guys uh, the uh, article that breaks it down yeah. and uh, I'll link it. it in the I'll, we'll put it in the show notes because it's extreme. Yeah. <laughs> Flanagan did his homework. <laughs> I can't wait to see what the script looks like. Yeah, uh, for this, because you know how he does that treatment with his scripts where they get professionally bound in like a themed like book that's hand carved and all this shit like he goes over the top with that stuff. Yeah, I'd love to see what he does with this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And thanks. Thanks to the uh, the strike being over. Now we're getting all of the behind the scenes goodies. Yeah, which mm -hmm. is awesome. Um, uh, Molly Kate Quinn, the little uh, uh, redhead who was in uh, it was Fillion's daughter in Castle, and uh, she was in Where the Millers. She was in the she was in the other RV with uh, Nick Offerman, and um, she was the best friend of the of the usher that started the nightclub, right? The little yeah. redhead. Oh yeah. So she posted uh, some behind the scenes pictures of them uh, all burnt up from the acid bath oh, <laughs> and, no. and neck. And so one of all of them burned up in their makeup, but then the next one with all of them burned up in their makeup, 
next to Mark Hamill. (laughs) Uh, What a cool role for Mark Hamill too. Like, and it's like the the wolf basically, right? Pretty much. Yeah. I his voice was just like holy crap. Oh yeah, (laughs) it was great. No, and he had uh, while the strike was still going on, uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna mess this up, but he tweeted out, um, "I can't talk." I Thank you for all of the kind words around the thing I can't talk about. Yeah. <laughs> <for now. laughs> <Remember> that. <laughs> and it was um but yeah, no, I mean, no, that role was like he was, you know, he's perfect. He was great for that for that part. Um dude, Bruce Greenwood too, man. Oh man. Like I you know, I can't imagine how that would be if Frank Langella was that role. Oh yeah. Because he was originally supposed to be Rodger Escher. Right. And I'm like, yeah. Rodger Escher, sorry. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, like Bruce Greenwood was born for that. <laughs> oh, man. He was uh, he was so good. And I, I love the, I, I get a kick now because this is, it's happening more often than not where you get sort of two sets of actors playing younger and older versions of themselves this is um uh it's really prevalent in yellow jackets which god damn it please guys if you get a chance to watch yellow jackets I watch <laughs> yellow jackets <laughs> okay um, it's on my list. but you get younger and older versions of the same character and you know mm. sometimes there's a disconnect in how they play it or whatnot but again with shows like yellow jackets and especially here too the story of the younger ushers, um, you know, meeting whoever they meet at the bar, <laughs> whoever you want to say <laughs> that is. Uh, and then, you know, having the older versions of them as well, just really sync up and you can see, you know, sort of those decisions and how they made each other, but to play them sort of slow, so flawlessly off each other, it's just it's cool to watch it's fun to watch and you you're not taken out of the moment by two different actors essentially playing the same role which is great um yeah the the acting from top to bottom everyone was fantastic it wasn't like this was held and like corner pinned but cornerstone by a few great actors there were like everyone was amazing there wasn't a a dim spot at all. A lot of them were unknown. A lot of people I have never seen before. Mm-hmm. A lot of people obviously that Flanagan has pulled in from other things, but um, damn. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was super impressed. Yeah. And the, like the world, the ambiance that they created. I think I texted you or not texted you. I think I chatted with you guys yeah. when I was watching the first episode, like yeah. the rainstorm oh, scenes God. were mm-hmm. just like shaking my living room. Right. It was so awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thankfully my neighbor was gone i just turned it up yeah like god it was so good um but then just the obviously dark and appropriate uh kind of overtones yeah for everything um yeah it was great yeah uh is this is this flanagan's masterpiece or is it still midnight mass Mm, that's tough i think both of these are kind of in the running for me yeah it's it's hard to pick one over the other for me well, yeah, I, I mean, I, is Midnight Mass based on something, or is that? That's, his, I think that's an original own, story. That's his okay. own original yeah. story. Yeah, that might have to give it to Midnight Mass then, just because of that. Yeah. Um, but this was this is a masterpiece yeah. on its own <laughs> yeah. merits. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, I don't I don't know. I I couldn't pick. Yeah. If I had to say I had a favorite like off the top of my head, I would say this one. Yeah. I mean they're both and I love Midnight Mass. Yeah. <laughs> I really love it. But yeah, this one really yeah. resonates too. Yeah, I think if I did the like a countdown of and I think I put uh Midnight Mass, this Hill House, mm-hmm. Bly Manor, and then Midnight Club. Yeah. I'd probably have to watch Midnight Mass again to try and do that. Those are the only two that I've seen, though. I need. To get oh yeah. Ones. Oh man. Hill House and Blind Manor are fantastic. They're so they're, good. Yeah. Yeah. And Midnight Club too. They're, they're no, Midnight Club was great. Oh good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we talked about this on our chat. What uh, What should I watch next, and why? Hill House out first. of those. Yeah. Yeah. So you've seen. Yeah, you you've watched Midnight Mass. So. Yep. Definitely. Yeah, do. I would. I would just go in order of the stuff that you haven't seen. I would go Hill House, Bly Manor, and then uh, Midnight Club. If you didn't watch Midnight Club, yeah, I would agree. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. Um, and then if you're gonna if you're gonna do movies, then uh, definitely Oculus. Yeah. Uh, Doctor Sleep and Gerald's Game. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Anything more we should say on uh, on Usher? Aside from you haven't seen it, <laughs> I mean, we're not really, we really yeah. <laughs> yeah, we didn't really get into it, but I don't really want to spoil uh, it. Yeah, I mean, acting is exquisite. Yeah, the world's amazing. The deaths are fantastic. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> the whole narration back and forth. Yeah, there is some some pet gore. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Warning. The, yeah. Warning. <laughs> right. Yeah. Pet gore. Pet gore. <laughs> There's also that was, a that Marvel really, sighting. <laughs> that was really hard for me. I was like, uh-huh. oh, you're, you're my favorite, it, but you're hurting yeah. <laughs> one of my favorite animals. <laughs> Fucking Pluto. I know. <laughs> well, that was the last, but, that was the last episode. But it was fake. Yeah. It was all fake. Yeah. But that was, was the last episode we watched before going to bed. And my black cat normally <laughs> curls awesome. up next to me during the night. <laughs> Pluto. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, but yeah. Well, uh, I love that Thor's hammer is in it. That's great. Yeah. Okay. And moving yeah. on. Uh, yeah, watch it. It's fantastic. It's, yeah, it's really um, even if you aren't a fan of horror, you'll love this because it's not really... I mean, I wouldn't even put this in horror, honestly. Like it, it's horror adjacent to me. Yeah. It's, it's more of like an amazing, amazingly written kind of suspense drama with a lot of with some spattered gore. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pardon the pun. <laughs> hey. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. All right. Um. So, uh, let's move on to the the R and R watch list. And uh, it's short and sweet, but um, uh, first and foremost, Jamie and I watched the um, the Daryl Dixon Walking Dead spinoff. Uh, oh, geez. So he survives, huh? Spoiler. Hey, yeah. <laughs> um, and makes his way to Paris. <laughs> what? Yeah, right? <laughs> You're kidding, right? No, swear. The, the, the show. How the fuck does he get to Paris? <laughs> uh, they explain it. Never mind. Okay. It. Good um, God. This is actually really good. There's actually a, real, a really good little mini series on on sort of Daryl and who he is, and uh, it's uh, essentially a uh, a messiah story. 
<laughs> in a way um which is uh obviously in the apocalypse you kind of look for any sort of light at the end of the tunnel that you can find and they um the the whole sort of uh um plot of this one is that um there's a you know there there's a kid who survived sort of a almost uh, almost very ellie last of us um sort of thing where she survives a a birth while someone is turning um into a zombie and so they they peg this kid as the sort of the savior of and and want to sort of keep him yeah it, it it's they went there they really? did like, yeah they literally did literally the story the last of us okay. yeah so um but in a in a much different manner because he ends up he was born in a convent this all happens in the first episode by the way so he's born in a convent and raised by nuns and essentially built up to be the messiah of you know thinking that he's sort of the the cure and he needs to sort of get out there and be be shown to the world anyway it's but i'm everything around this i thought was really good and done really well and you know sort of daryl being there kind of makes it really good um so anyway if you get a chance if you have nothing else to watch and you got hmm. got a few hours to spare take in daryl dixon it's it's pretty good um the next thing on the list and and we can go ahead joe you're you're muted muted oh damn it sorry there she is. <laughs> um as somebody who watched or quit watching the walking dead right when Negan showed up yeah am i going to be completely lost or can no. i jump into this so that well you quit when Negan showed up yeah <laughs> what the fuck i saw like the first four episodes of Negan and then was oh like i'm God. done <laughs> so the yeah no these s stories don't necessarily reference anything that happened you know, just that the, I, I mean, obviously there, there's been some character development since the Negan, <laughs> right? Okay. So, like uh, Judith but, is old, I guess. Or, right. Or yeah. But older, <laughs> you know, like the, like the walking dead, which has ended and fear the walking dead, which is ending. I think it's ending or has ended, um, really continue that sort of main storyline. Right. And, um, but these are, I, I, I mean, almost, almost written like fan fiction in a way, but it's good in the world of The Walking Dead, right? So, okay. um, it was, uh, Dead City, which was, um, w which was Negan and Maggie, right? In New York. And mm -hmm. then now this one, Daryl, which was in Paris. So, like I said, yeah, they're they're written in a way like fan fiction where you don't you basically just need to know their origins and not necessarily um okay. what How does he get to Paris? Oh, all right. Well, <laughs> sorry. No. How does he get to fucking Paris? Okay. So, I thought the world has ended. Right. Well, so no, well, so they he ends uh, by boat, obviously. <laughs> so he Or he's in Paris, Texas. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, right. Las Vegas at the resort. Yeah. yeah. Um Paris, Texas. That'd be a great twist. So he gets he gets uh knocked out by some guys and gets put on a, a boat, a tanker boat with they're basically going to be uh uh fed 
to uh, some guys were were going to be like you put them up against a couple zombies and if they if they win then they're they're sort of become they become part of the crew and if they don't Mm. then they just feed the zombies and you're and these these guys on the boat are basically dicks right well yeah so obviously daryl takes care of the zombies as he does um and then tries to escape off of the boat ends up getting a a a life craft in the water but then gets sort of knocked in the head falls miraculously on the boat and <laughs> like makes his makes his way to france uh-huh that old chestnut i mean if you're gonna believe that it, there are zombies i mean it was a good it was a good sequence in the show it was and you kind of believe it in a way i don't know okay i didn't necessarily question it as i was watching it <laughs> suspension of disbelief but then i'm a i'm a very simple man <laughs> anyway i liked it <laughs> um uh, but the other, and I know, um, I know Invincible's come back to on Amazon Prime. I haven't started watching that yet. Yes. Um, but I have played Omni Man in MK1, and holy <laughs> crap, dude, he looks so overpowered <laughs> from the the power the powers video that I watched. I had, holy crap! I didn't. I haven't run through a tower so fast than I did as <laughs> Omni Man, oh, and really? his his <laughs> fatality is straight out of the cartoon, which is. Uh, yeah the train going through and they they i don't know if you guys have seen it but they they have animated the look of horror on people's faces as the skin is coming off of the people uh, on like so so as the skin is coming off of the person that you're fatalitying on the train people are coming by at a fast speed like oh, oh, oh. <laughs> okay, I got better fatalities that, that, that Mortal Kombat has done. <laughs> I just, oh man, it's you get more experience for using a brutality than you do a fatality. But I did his fatality every time, <laughs> just because it was done so well and so good. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, the uh, on that note, the the next big thing that we that we finished was uh, Gen V. The boy spinoff. Um, this is so much better than I thought it was. <laughs> I thought it was originally going to be right. Yeah, if you wanted an R-rated X-Men, <laughs> right? <laughs> no, exactly. You got it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah I. Um, I love the whole. I love Emma. Right. <laughs> Emma's adorable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love her so much. Yeah. Um. No, this is great. Uh, all of the, all of the the actors they got to play the play the kids, the main cast, I thought was really really good. Um, yeah, I I don't know. I I I didn't think I was. I really didn't think I was going to jo- enjoy this as much as I did. But again, I really got into the the school as a as a front <laughs> storyline. Mm-hmm. I really really loved that part and just. Um, yeah, I mean a very, very boys esque storyline, and it it tied to the main show very, very well. Um, I, I mean, this is just, it was really fucking good TV. Man. <laughs> yeah. I liked how they they made it their own, yeah, but tied it just enough to the boys, but still kept their own like 
show in their own kind of world a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Nate, what do you think? And there's still oh. like all kinds of blood and penises, right. which was awesome. I was going to say, yeah, Evan Goldberg <laughs> loves his penises because right. good God, <laughs> yeah. they're everywhere. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's fantastic. I mean, even just with the name of the university, it's Goodalkin University yeah. School of Crime Fighting or whatever, but then they just call it God U <laughs> for short, which is hilarious. Um, the fact that they're using this place to basically screen kids. You think it's to screen kids for the seven, but it's really to experiment on them and <laughs> use them to enhance other soups, which is fucking nuts. Yeah. Um, I, I loved a bunch of the new powers. I love what they did with like the inclusivity of it. They, there's a soup that's both a, can be a guy and a girl. You know, yeah. Switches back and forth and has different powers and and it's the the blood. Um, what do they call it? <laughs> what kinesis would that be? I forget. Blood control. <laughs> yeah, blood control is. Yeah. yeah, I was trying to think of the actual. <clears throat> what do they usually call that? Hemio hemiocraft or something like that. Hemocraft. Um, was really cool. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how they kind of evolve that, considering she's spoiler alert, not dead at the end. You're right. Um, I did. I do like all of the the main soups. Um, what was the one that you were talking about, Joe? Uh, Emma, the Emma, uh, yeah, yeah the, she gets the bigger shrinky. or smaller <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, uh, I feel bad for her uh, because of the way people took advantage of her for sure. Thankfully, she's kind of coming into her own. Yeah, um, and I guess she can actually starting to learn how to control her powers instead of having to purge every time she wants to shrink. Yeah, uh, mm. I did love the scene where she ate a bunch and grew right. and pinned uh, the strong man to the ground. <laughs> it's like, Oh, let her be big girl. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> like suffocate me. Okay. Well, uh, and I, lo I, I love the after scene where you, <laughs> I forget what the, her actual line was, but hmm. or, like, don't walk that way. Cause that's where I had to throw up <laughs> something like that. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Yeah, very cool stuff. Yeah. Um, and just the way that they took, I mean, I didn't really, I didn't go to college, but having enough college type experiences on college campuses, I loved how they kind of put the superhero twist on those. Yeah. Like when she was, after she got big, she was floating in the pool with the pool cover <laughs> yeah. as a blanket, like yeah. that kind of stuff, you know, the walk of shame type stuff. They. Mm -hmm. I did love how uh, the ice hallway. Oh yeah, 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 yeah right. Yeah, the, the little brother hallway. and his his sort of indoctrination to uh, to college yep. life. I thought was great. Yeah, I mean, he knew that was going to happen. Yeah. Stay here, right. and then he's like, "Oh, okay. yeah." Um, yeah, I did. There was several storylines running through it. I did like how they linked it back directly to the boys with uh, the uh, vice presidential candidate. Uh, what Victoria Newman? Yeah. Right? And then mm -hmm. um, Homelander comes in towards the end and uh, it's, it'll be really interesting to see how this builds into the next. Cause it's really kind of like the boys 3.5. Yeah. If you think yeah. about it, it's not, it's not really anything new other than the powers and the people. Uh, it's just another facet of the whole universe. And I, I loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah. 
But the the best part was Soldier Boy came in. <laughs> oh man, that was great! With some of the diddle in the skittle, best worst lines ever. <laughs> well, especially after you guys grew up on him, well, yeah. I mean, I'm sure there was. I'm sure he's uh, not just talking about the character in the show, Joe. It's <laughs> <laughs> more of uh, his family. Hey now, I wow! Think. Yeah. <laughs> Take I mean, it no, easy. Not, I'm not talking about you specifically. I'm talking about the ladies in general mm -hmm. tend to find him very attractive <laughs> yes. um that's funny i know sarah has is a, a fellow um what do you call yourself a supernatural enthusiast or obsessed <laughs> supernaturalist yeah uh, um she's also watched it several times so but she's <laughs> definitely not ready for this <laughs> so i don't know if we could get her yeah. on this show but that'd be I hilarious that's just it. There's something about seeing Jensen say those words. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> it's her soldier boyfriend. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Dean wouldn't say that, but maybe he might. <laughs> right. That's hilarious. Um, yeah, just overall amazing stuff. What about you? Andy, I, I, I mean, I no, I loved it. I, we, this was as soon as it was out, you know, we'd watch it. We didn't wait to watch this thing. That's how good it was for us. You know, um, it's a uh, man. Yeah, no, it's again, I just love all the characters. Yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, Emma, uh, one of our favorites. I, I, um, I, yeah, I, <laughs> I, I didn't realize how, uh, central, uh, Golden Boy's girlfriend was going to be to the whole thing. Like, right. I, I, I was pleasant. It was a good yeah, redirect. Yeah. Like, pleasantly surprised at how powerful she was, and she was like, like the 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 way that they were able to handle all of this, right? Mm -hmm. And um, I I love how they overdid her when when she overdid her powers. Um, oh, how the bleeding eyes, yeah, and how everything, they would make yeah. her look and. Uh, and all that. And I thought that that was just, it was, I thought that was done super well. So, um, yeah, I keep coming back to the, it's really like a twisted, a really fucking twisted X-Men right. <laughs> like yeah. arc, you know? No, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Cause she's definitely the Jean Grey type in that one. Yeah. But yeah, I, no, I, I, I love the journey of how it, how it started. They were all sort of in their own little like clicks and groups and not necessarily together, but obviously over time uh you know banded together as this as this group against against everything and i just thought that it came together really well and was hemokinesis oh there you fucking go found it sorry <laughs> there you go <laughs> it's in the first fucking episode yeah Ugh. um and yeah even just marie moreau that whole scene of her mm -hmm getting her powers and realizing her powers oh god during her first period oh, yeah, yeah. Man. Wow, that was rough yeah yeah, you want to say that was rough? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Hey, I'm allowed to say that was rough, okay? I'm not, like, discounting anything else. Right. Obviously, I don't know anything about it. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, if, if you know, however, however this ties into Boys, was it season four now? Yeah. Yeah, and then if they decide to sort of piggyback piggyback sort of back and forth of uh, of intertwining the story even more now that we sounds like that's what they're gonna yeah do. now that we got you, you know yeah the the soldier boy the the vice president the 
uh even fucking homelander coming in at the end <laughs> well yeah and you had the butcher exploring the oh, ruins at the end exactly the, right the, the mid credit scene at the end yeah so, that's right yeah it'll it, it might just pick up directly from there yeah so um no man it's it, yeah again this uh, again i didn't know how i was gonna like it but it it fit almost perfectly as a <laughs> you know keeping you know keeping me salivating for more boys universe stuff so anyway that's all i have to say about that <laughs> <That's good stuff. laughs> um what else uh what else is on the watch list i think that that's pretty much it that we've been i mean um, we could tease the blue-eyed samurai that's, that yeah, I watched that's and true. got yeah. you guys addicted to it's fantastic yeah uh netflix yeah please um, watch it so they're get they get another season yeah yeah for sure uh created by the writer of logan and uh blade runner 2049 i think oh yeah um awesome stuff there's some behind the scenes for that that's available actually about the fighting oh, okay. and the choreography okay, that you guys cool. should check out it's really fucking cool the way they did it yeah because they basically uh, did the stunt all the stunt choreography like it was a motion picture so they actually physically did the stunt choreography and then animated that uh, yeah i figured but there's some that uh, like there's one battle scene in particular that just gave me vertigo yeah yeah <laughs> i'm like oh yeah yeah, Whoa, how the hell do they do that? Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. It's the the ability for them to capture the the, the choreographed fight scenes and then animate over it basically, mm -hmm. like do the wireframe animation and then pull that into production is yeah. Yeah, it's really smart. So but um a really great voice cast too. Um mm -hmm. uh Kenneth Branagh, uh George Takai, Randall Park, Masioka, uh and then uh uh Carrie Hiroki uh Tajikawa, like anytime I hear his voice, it's it's always Shang Tsung, but <laughs> hmm. you know, I just uh yeah, just a really great. I had no idea that that was mm -hmm. Masioka as Ringo. I thought that was he was hero from uh the heroes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And just um I love that character too. I think Ringo's such a such a great character. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, he's the best. But um yeah, man. Uh no, this was that was a great that was a great pick, Nate. That was really good. I didn't mm -hmm, for sure. I yeah, had, for sure. I don't think I would have picked that up without a recommendation. No. Yeah, it was a random uh like new in 4K on Netflix or whatever and I went, "Okay, let's check this out cuz I love like have you guys ever seen Afro Samurai?" No, I had the DVDs. It, yeah. I've never watched them. <laughs> Holy fuck, it's so goddamn good. You have to watch it. So basically, it's like this, but think about this show as far as the aesthetic and like the combat but more anime and with the wu-tang clan oh and yeah it's fucking fantastic yeah um anyway so i love that kind of thing and so i was yeah all over it. yeah um yeah it's fantastic nice. nice um yeah with that nate i think we can go into the uh marvel minute <laughs> um, yeah, we might as well start with the uh, the dovetail that is a Loki uh, season two ended and real strong for Marvel, thankfully. Yeah. Um, 
I, you know, it took me a minute to get into the show. I love Loki and I fell asleep twice watching episode one. And I don't know why I think I was just really tired. Maybe. Um, but the, the work they did to develop the characters in this season was just fantastic. And, uh, talk about sticking a landing. I don't think I've seen a Marvel show ever hit a landing like this. Um, but I don't really want to go into too much detail without hearing what you guys think first. So I'll hand it off back to you guys real quick. Since I know everyone did their homework and watched all of it, Joe. <laughs> yes, I did. Joe, you foist. Um, oh, it's your guy, though. Come on. Yeah, it's my guy. <laughs> and I'm, I'm kind of sad because the ending seems like a, an ending ending for my guy. Um. I want more Loki, but I don't think I'm going to get more Loki. Yeah, he, he alluded to as much on uh, the Jimmy Kimmel or Jimmy Fallon, one of the two. Yeah, where he was Jimmy's. talking about how it's kind of a <clears throat> kind of a great ending to 12 years of his life or something like that. Yeah, like, oh, which, no. and, and which it absolutely is. Yeah, yeah. So, He's supposed to well, be then. in some other things coming up, though, I think. So maybe. But for me, uh Short round stole this for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so good. So good. Just, just every scene. So yeah. good. Yeah. Made me smile like, every time. Please give him his own show. Even yeah. like if it's not Marvel adjacent, just mm-hmm. just give the actor his own show of yeah. like a science fiction kind of thing and let him run. Well, holy crap. And that's what he I want to see the adventures of short round in the indie universe. Like that would be fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah. But... I hear what you're saying. Um, but no, I, I, I guess I, there was some interview with with Ki Hong Kwan, and they said that yeah, one of the first phone calls he got after um, uh, everything everywhere all at once was from Kevin Feige yeah. saying, "We need you in Marvel," <laughs> and uh, and basically it's like, well, what are you shooting next? Just tell me where to be. And uh, right. and yeah, and so and it was Ob, which. I mean, it couldn't have been a more perfect role for him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I love him so much. Yeah. <laughs> He's so fun. And it was nice, like, because, I mean, the show is, there's, like, a lot to wrap your mind around yeah. with yeah. the show. And, like, he was a good little, like, segue of just, like, oh, hey, let's just have some fun and, you know, watch, you know, funness and not have to try to think about what the show's trying to tell you and, like, yeah, like I have to watch it again because I'm like, yeah, me too. Yeah, I'm not that smart. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, he's playing a theoretical physicist, like a professor, right. I think, right in the the before times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and I when they do the uh, flashback to 1994 Pasadena, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I still, I still have no idea who wrote the handbook. Like, I know Ob wrote the handbook, but yeah. Ob wrote the handbook. They both wrote the from handbook. Victor Timely, like, zone, but yeah. Victor Timely got it. The handbook from from uh, Red Slayer, handbook, so I guess he got it. For, I, I, it was just like <laughs> my yeah. That's where my brain just like melted. Yeah, to it's a chicken out. egg situation, Completely, but yeah, but, yeah. Loki becoming the god of stories at the end, apparently. Uh, so that's like his putting the right book in the right place, right? Kind of thing. So yeah, yeah. Shit. Yeah, I um. No, Joe. What else you got? Um, 
that's kind of about it. Okay. <laughs> um, and like somebody shut down Miss Minutes because holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Like okay. AI is bad. Can we stop AI? Yeah, she was going full Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> Towards the end, like, okay, let's get her out of here before she starts, you know. I did like how the the 8-bit version oh, yeah, they rebooted great. towards the end. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty good. Um, oh, and, and the, uh, the 1890 version. <laughs> uh, yeah, the black and oh, white. So she, good. Yeah. yeah. Like, and then you're a little went... obvious. She's like, is this better? <laughs> yeah, that was amazing. And then when she got big and stomped around like monster oh, movie yeah. style, yeah. <laughs> I am the ghost. <laughs> yeah. I, um, yeah. Uh, again, jumping around here to the different times, I I loved. I thought the the production around the different time frames I thought was done really well, uh, especially Victor Timely's introduction. Uh, that yeah. whole episode I thought was fantastic. Um, and. Uh, and yeah, even just uh, um, the explainer with Victor Timely and Renslayer and Miss Minutes in that little warehouse where, why didn't you ever make me a body? And she pops her face on the mannequin, I thought was was really yeah. great. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, and then, yeah, towards the end, I, I love that this came back to um, a, a very, you know, a, a very Back to the Future-esque, what you know, what, um, what do I need to stop? You know, what element from the past do I need to fix in order to fix everything moving forward? Right. Oh, I was like groundhog day well, yeah, too. And no, like, yeah, that, hundreds of years later, what do I need? Right. To, how long would it take me to learn everything you know about theoretical physics? Yeah. <laughs> but you know him, but uh, you get the, and especially, yeah, the last two episodes of, of him trying to, you know, get Victor Timely out on the out on the thing earlier and, you know, him getting closer and closer and then finally doing it and then not getting it. And then, you know, like I just I I'm a sucker for those stories of, you know, sort of being able to redo, <laughs> you know, your your mistakes, basically getting your Omega 13, pushing that button and getting your 13 right. second <laughs> jump right. to the past yeah. and, um, and and redoing it. And then. Yeah, realizing that that's not the spot and that I need, you even need to go back further. Right. And talk about some, some really technical chunky dialogue that he had to run through oh, yeah. <laughs> towards the end. Right. Like when he's cutting to the chase. Yeah. Like, oh God. Okay. Um, again. Yeah. Again. <laughs> <Right>. Again. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, and yeah, like it was, it was funny, like even going back further in season two, further in season two and then even going back to season one, (laughs) you know, and then not only going back to like the end of season one, but the beginning of season one. (laughs) I just thought that that was, that was a real, I, I, if this is truly an ending for, for Loki, which it does seem like it is. uh, I, I think it was a very, very good, you know, a very good way to, you know, hit all the beats of the character for sure um mm-hmm. you know to to <clears throat> care so much about making sure the timeline is intact to where he actually ends up sitting on that throne <laughs> uh with all the threads just like and that look on his face as sort of the camera pans out but i just mm-hmm. yeah i mean i haven't liked a marvel project 
you know, in the last few years, as much as I liked this one. And, and to your point, Nate, yeah, it took me a while to see where they were going with it. I was like, yeah, this is okay. You know, this is all right. Yeah. The key lime pie is funny. Okay, great. Where are they going with this? You know, <laughs> what's, what's happening with yeah, this? But then pie. when it became, when the, when it finally came clear of, oh yeah, we're, we're going to hold the timeline down. Like that's, that's going to be it, yeah. you know? And just where Loki ends up at the end, like that was a cool fucking ending. You know, yeah. he gets his throne, yeah. but he also gets his redemption. And it, it, I, I don't know. It's been a while that we've had a conclusion to a story that was so fitting for a character than than this, right? Like Iron Man's sacrifice in Endgame, right? Yep. Was a very very fitting. You know, not since then. This has been the most satisfying sort of resolution to a character that we've gotten, I think. Yeah. No, that's a good call. Yeah. So. And we also got Jet Ski Mobius, which was nice. <laughs> right. Yes, which everyone was yelling about. If we don't get Mobius on a fucking jet ski, and then he's on a jet ski, like <laughs> even though it's a demo in the shop that he owns. Yeah, I dug, I, I, I did like seeing the, uh, uh, the people in their times, all of yeah. all of the uh, the TVA folks in their times, and I love that uh, Eugene Cordero <laughs> was wild. was Frank Morris <laughs> escaping from out right? right, I know, <laughs> wasn't that great? Oh my god! Yeah, so um, very well done. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, I mean, I, everything you guys said, I loved it. Um, QA Quan completely stole every scene he was in. Give that man everything. Um, I did like. Uh, the way that um, Loki basically technically recruited all of those people into the TVA in the 90s yeah. and then brought that like there's another mind bender for you yeah. like would they have been there if he hadn't have done that <laughs> um, and yeah so Ouroboros is the one that wrote the book but based on the work of Victor Timely right but based on the book of Ouroboros right but the only reason he gets that is because Loki gives it to him in the nineties yeah. and then he invents the first temp pad from it. So yeah, I was doing some, a little bit of research because apparently he's a God of stories, Loki now that he has pulled all of those uh, dying branches and reinvigorated them and then twisted them into the, like a world tree situation, mm -hmm. um, like Edrasil right uh, analog which i thought was really cool and then he's got his golden throne which is like you mentioned a huge payoff for that character yeah. it's what he wanted in the very first thor movie what he felt he was owed um and then just to see that uh shift from in the first avengers movie where he's basically trying to take over earth to now he's gonna basically look out for all of the realms in infinity Kind of situation and, and take that on as a, as a huge huge growth for that character yeah um i did like a lot of the little kind of nods that they did where he's you know walking through thin air into the place where he who remains uh fortress used to be and that's all blasted to hell yeah and then uh there's a mention of um uh the TVA is at the end is tracking he who remains and the variants across the growing branches. Mobius reports that one variant was stopped. Uh, 
at Earth 616's adjacent realm. Right. So that's a reference to the, the Ant-Man movie. Yeah. Uh, where they were able to deal with that one, apparently. Um, B-15 becomes one of the leaders towards the end. Uh, and then Ouroboros reactivates a friendly Miss Minutes towards the end and then writes a new handbook and co-authors it with Timely, which I thought was really cool. Um, then it flashes back to Timely back in 1863. Doesn't get the book. Just pouring candles. Yep. So, all right, cool. And then you got Renslayer wakes up in the void and <laughs> encounters the purple light of what you would expect to be the crazy big void monster. Yeah. Um, I did like how they saved a lot of money by not cutting to the thing they would have to animate right <laughs> in that last episode. They did it a lot where it's like, Oh, it's a flash of green light. So it must've been Loki. It's a flash of purple light. It must have been alley yeah. or whatever that giant void creature is. Um, yeah, really, uh, really great overall. Uh, special effects were great. I love that they, uh, coined the term spaghettify for the way that the radiation <laughs> right. really blasted apart people. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was really cool. Um, and then just the, you know, pseudo technical explanation of, of how we need to increase the throughput of the temporal loom right. through the throughput multi <laughs> via the throughput multiplier and just going off with all that. It was, yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah. Um, apparently something that I read, uh, the nineties version, Dr. A.D. Doug, is apparently supposed to be a nod um to hitchhiker's guide and the author oh, from hitchhiker's guide yeah, so, our, um, yeah that, douglas that adams really cool. yeah right doug adams yeah um and there's a couple references to the magic number i guess in the, <laughs> a few of these episodes so um yeah so overall i loved it obviously i like most of marvel stuff if not all, but this one was um, was was definitely a a a light in the recent. Uh, yeah, in, yeah. So yeah, it's it's a, a bright shiny green light, yes. <laughs> uh, as it were. Yeah, uh, green means go. So moving on Indeed. from that, um, real quick, going to touch on the movie that just came out, The Marvels. Um, excuse me, was getting critically not okay, not critically panned. Was getting trolled to death. Yeah, as all of these um, movies and series with leading women are because we can't have nice things for some <laughs> right. reason. Fucking people. I know. Um, the movie was too woke. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's not for you. Okay, go away. Jesus Christ. thought it was the MCU, like, not the MCU. Like, come on, oh people. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Just. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, you, you know what channel you always watch? Go watch that. Right. Okay. Yeah. It's fucking ridiculous. Anyway, um, some really cool information. Uh, I went and saw this with Addie and Annie. Um, so it's definitely, um, so first movie was definitely kind of like, a, uh, supposedly a little bit of, well, it was an origin story, but it's definitely like a girl power, you know, very, um, like kind of groundbreaking made a billion dollars worldwide. Mm -hmm. Um, hugely influential movie on a lot of people. Um, and the sick the sequel is it's literally a direct sequel it references the the first movie like crazy so you definitely should be watching that uh the kamala khan show it's heavily references that mm -hmm. um that actress by the way complete standout yeah just fantastic and i'm smiling the whole time <laughs> she's on screen um 
I think in general, I, I don't want to spoil anything because there's a lot of stuff in this movie that can be spoiled. Uh, it needed to be a little bit longer. It was only an hour 45. And there was some very odd kind of editing choices where like the movie picks up and immediately there's the big bad and immediately shit's going down. Yeah. And you have no idea who the fuck this person is and why things are happening. But they explain it at like the beginning of act two almost. Oh, yeah which is very out of place. Like they should have opened with that explainer and it would have made so much sense. <laughs> um, because the last time we see Captain Marvel in the MCU, she's basically saying that she's going to go. Well, I guess after the. I'm trying to think when that well, was. Technically... She basically says that she's going to go burn the scroll empire down right. uh, after the movie, after Captain Marvel. Um, but then we see, and she's we, gonna set we see her right. flick into uh, Miss Marvel's bedroom at the end of uh, Miss Marvel, though. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Um, so it really would have made more sense to set up who the villain was, which seems like, you know, movie making one one. But yeah. look at me. I'm not making movies. <laughs> um, but it, that was the only thing I think that and there was one other part of the movie that was a little ham fisted. But the rest of it was super fun and like just smiling the whole time. The soundtrack was awesome. There's literally like a Disney princess song number <laughs> that you did not expect to happen, but was fuck. It was like, oh, my God, they're fucking doing this. And it's hilarious. Uh, understanding, especially that Brie Larson is a recording star yeah. in other countries. And that's kind of what she was before she was ever an actress, was a pop star um, and a singer. So um, reference, reference they, her work in Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Yeah, right. There, there you go. Right? Um, it's really fun. We had a really good time. Uh, and Annie actually saw it the next day with her boys and they all loved it too. Nice. Um, it's a fun Marvel movie. It's actually, uh, did over a hundred million dollars in the first weekend, which obviously is, you know, disappointing for Marvel because it cost them over 200 million to make because that's how much animation costs. Um, but it's also, uh, the, worldwide best opening weekend for a movie by a black female director. And I didn't realize that the lady who directed this is 34 and is the youngest director ever for a Marvel film. And the first African-American woman director for a Marvel film, which is oh, wow. pretty fucking epic, but that means she's 34 now. Yeah. Which means she got this movie when she was 31. They gave her this movie to direct. <laughs> Just like <laughs> fucking Jeez. good God. She did the remake of Candyman before this. Oh, no way. And oh, then a, yeah. And then a couple other things. Okay. So, um, uh, Nia DaCosta is her name. So she's got some I pretty, mean, pretty cool credits. Candyman remake was solid. That's what I heard. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the movie's super fun. It's, it's definitely like not breaking new ground visually. It's fucking awesome because it's actually a lot of the scenes are in IMAX. Okay. So if you have a chance to see it in IMAX, that you actually get the format, like the full screen uh, treatment. Yeah. And, you know, the space looks amazing. The different planets look awesome. The power sets are cool. Uh, the way that their powers get entangled is really cool as well. Um, basically, they're swapping spots. They explain how they're why they're swapping is because their powers get entangled because they're all light based to a certain degree. And yeah. if they use the same power at the same time, then blip. And then, of course, there's a training montage where they're trying to figure out the timing. <laughs> so they've got the whole <laughs> montage music going on, nice. like on purpose, which is hilarious. Um, it just needed to be, you know, like you're the best around, which would have been perfect. right. But yeah, um, but yeah, the soundtrack's a banger. The acting is really good. Um, there's a couple, like I said, there's a couple moments that seem really forced, but 
other than that, uh, fun, really fun movie. Exactly what you would you'd get from the advertising, which I guess they haven't been doing a whole lot. Of, yeah. But, um, yeah. Overall, really fun. Okay. Go see it if you can. See it in IMAX if you can, because it's worth it for the space scenes uh, alone. And the battles are really well done, too. The fight choreography is pretty epic. Apparently, she based a lot of it, the director based a lot of it off of anime oh, uh, cool. fights. So there's a reason why it gets really cool. Nice. And there's also probably the most epic post-credit scene that Marvel has had in, fuck, I don't know, a really long time. Well, maybe uh, maybe ever prior to this what was the last truly epic post-credit scene well i don't know man i mean a lot of them are like oh shit there's thanos okay that's a that's a pretty big yeah one. um there's a lot of stuff setting up the different time stone or the different infinity stones and then infinity war and then yeah i don't know yeah a lot of them are really kind of just stay in their own lane right in their own uh movie but this one is fucking fantastic. I mean, I, I don't want to spoil it, but can I? <laughs> <laughs> are you guys going to see? Uh, is this going to get spoiled? You could totally spoil it for me. Yeah, no, go, go for it. Andy, are you okay? Yeah, okay, so spoiler alert, people. This will spoil the end credit scene, the post credit scene from the Marvels. Um, uh, so Monica, not Monica, what's her name? Yeah, Monica Rambeau, right? Uh, is it Maria? Maria? Or is Monica yes. the mom? No, Monica's the mom. Maria Rambo. Yeah. Okay. Um, so Maria Rambo at the end of the movie basically has to absorb a bunch of power and basically help repair this rip in space time mm-hmm. uh ostensibly there this um so the uh the time traveling or not the time traveling the uh space gates that you see in guardians of the galaxy you know they they transport themselves from different oh, yeah, places little jump, little the, little gate, jump the jump points yeah. right yeah that whole network is that's there's like a whole existing network apparently that they've been mapping out since then um and the big bad is fucking that up and kind of making her own shit and towards the end basically goes crazy big and tears a hole and so she then maria rambo has to use her powers to help kind of stabilize and repair the hole but of course she can only do it from the other side Mm -hmm. um so uh she there's a giant explosion at the end she wakes up in a hospital bed uh in a very like sterile white and silver environment and um you hear Kelsey Grammer speaking. You're like, what the fuck? And it's Beast walking around the other side of the operating table. Nice. <laughs> oh, shit. And it's not like Kelsey Grammer in a suit. It's a fully animated, very well animated Beast from X-Men 97 um, and from that universe. So the Fox Beast basically uh, walks around wow. the side and is talking to her. Um, you see Monica Rambo, who plays her mother, um, sitting there, like waiting for her to wake up and she kind of freaks out. Uh, oh, sorry. No, Monica is the character in this movie. Maria is her mother. Okay. Jesus brains. Um, apparently in this alternate Fox X-Men universe, her mom becomes Captain Marvel 
in that universe. So she's got like her super suit on and that kind of thing. And, but they don't know each other and she's freaking out. She's like, Oh my God, mom, you're alive. And then beast walks around the table and everyone's just like, Holy yeah. shit. And then it pans out and you see the X, you know, the doors from the X-Men movies with the big yeah. silver X across it and all that. And the eye in the middle. So yeah, full on X-Men. They're bringing it in, in the post-credit scene. That's why I was saying it was like, that's pretty fucking significant. Who was actually, who was cap, who was captain Marvel in the, the Dr. Strange movie. Same person. Oh, okay. Yep. All right. So it is same person. Right. It's not, but it's not that right. It's not that universe. Yeah. It's the Fox universe variant. If you want to. Yeah. Not that variant. If we exactly. want to stay on. Point ah, there, huh? They're all coming together. Dang, dang. See, they, they timed it on purpose. Um, they did apparently. Uh, anyway. Yeah. So it was a huge, like, holy shit. They fucking did yeah. it. Patty and I were like grabbing each other's arm on the thing. Like, Oh, yeah. look at it. Look at it. No. Oh my God. <laughs> um, so we had a fun freak out uh, and yeah, it was a good time. So um, apparently we're getting uh, the X-Men sooner than later. Uh, and then kind of, um, I should have said this earlier, um, Loki related. Apparently we might be getting Dr. Doom sooner than later because they might have to be replacing King the Conqueror with uh, given wah, Jonathan wah, Majors wah, and his wah. legal stuff. Right. <laughs> and so they might be ramping up uh, Dr. Doom as a big, bad uh, replacement sooner than later because they need somebody uh, on that level. Yeah. So, excuse me. That's a rumor. <clears throat> um, I want Henry Cavill for Dr. Doom, but I don't think it's going to happen. He's too um, busy being Highlander. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um let's see what else do we have here so moving on marvel is great go see it uh lego unveils record-breaking mcu set with five thousand pieces and 22 characters <laughs> they did the whole avengers tower and it's literally a, like a gigantic like four foot tower with the removable glass windows and there's literally 22 lego pieces in there oh it's wow nuts. for eight hundred dollars <laughs> it's yeah it's 500 bucks oh, <laughs> yeah which uh, piece to dollar ratio is not as bad as I, I have heard because like the Millennium Falcon is way more. Um, but yeah, ridiculous. That's why the terrorists hate us. Yeah. <laughs> Do we lose Joseph? Oh, she's sneezing. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, that looks really cool. Check yeah. it out. Put it on, circle it on your Toys R Us uh, catalog for Christmas. Uh, too bad that's not a thing. Um, let's see. So Deadpool 3, people are going uh, a look not crazy let's not exaggerate uh there's a bunch of superheroes that are confirmed so far so deadpool obviously wolverine obviously uh negasonic teenage warhead confirmed obviously um colossus also confirmed electra confirmed uh Ooh. jennifer garner is going to be in this movie <laughs> nice. which will be real interesting <laughs> really interesting when ben affleck shows up in this movie because apparently he's supposed to be in it in some capacity as well yeah um as daredevil potentially so we'll see how that goes down uh, and then dog pool, which I thought was amazing right. because it's like the ugliest dog ever. <laughs> um, it's one of those like ugliest dogs that always win the competition. Oh yeah. In a Deadpool outfit. I just sent you guys a picture. <laughs> Can we please put this in the show? Oh, notes? Sure, um, sure. yeah, fun stuff. Uh, let's see. Um, what was the other, where did that come oh. from? So that wasn't the post credit scene, but that was at the end of the movie. Shit, I'm all over the place here, guys. Sorry. Um, they confirmed the Young Avengers, basically, at the end of the Marvels as well. Miss um, um, Marvel goes around and uh, is like 
you see uh, a door open up and it's Haley Seinfeld as what is her character from the Hawkeye show? I can't remember what it's called. Um, where's the cast? They're not going to show her. Okay. <laughs> uh, anyway, Haley Seinfeld from the Hawkeye show, whatever the fuck the name of her character is, uh, shows up at the end and basically uh, they're going to miss Marvel and Ant-Man. They, they reference Ant-Man's daughter and okay. Haley Seinfeld together. So apparently they're going to start, try to start up the young Avengers, which I thought was cool. Um, they're actually putting that team together. Uh, she literally sits in the dark, like she's Nick Fury with yeah. a hat on. This is Miss Marvel. And is like, I'm putting a team together. <laughs> well, actually funny. it's just me. Uh, do you want to join? Like <laughs> we've got snacks Great. kind of thing, which I thought was pretty good. Yeah. Um, uh, Spider-Man two on PlayStation five. I know it's not MCU related was fantastic. Uh, one of the better superhero video games nice. ever made up for, it's up for best video game at the game awards, I think. Um, but we'll lose to Baldur's Gate three. I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Um, that, that game should sweep everything. Uh, like it did at the joystick awards where it won basically every major <laughs> category. Uh, it was hilarious that Microsoft carved out its own <laughs> like best Xbox game. And of course, Starfield won that. Oh yeah. Which was hilarious. Um, what else we got here? Uh, some interesting rating news that came out. So Blade has basically been completely rebooted at this point. They're having more issues. And I don't know why Mahershal Ali is still there, but he's still there. Hopefully, hopefully it, it uh, hopefully we see it at some point and it's good. Just, but it's going to be rated R just now. Just DH Wesley of, Snipes. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, well, it's going to be rated R now instead of PG-13. Yeah. So that'll help, help it get over the, the edge. Don't remake it. Just... Play the 1998 one in theaters again. Yeah, and let right. Enjoy. <laughs> That's like well, they're not remaking it. It's it, as far as I know, it's going to be a, a continuation. So, um, we'll see how that goes. That that would be really great, yeah. actually. Um, and then lastly, so the Echo series was supposed to come out at the end of the year, uh, got pushed to January, but that's going to be mature rated, right? Um, and that's the one of the bads from, uh, the. The Hawkeye show as well, right? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so it's basically her story as it arcs into Daredevil because it, Kingpin is the major bad in that also. Um, but it's supposed to be mature rated in the, if you guys haven't seen the trailer, take a minute no, and watch it. Yeah, it looks, it looks fucking good. It looks fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's like a mob movie series basically in the Marvel universe. So um that's what i got nice uh any final thoughts no fucking mazel tov. mazel tov all right well um <laughs> what did you guys think of the fall of the house of usher generation v and loki let us know in the comments you can find us on facebook at the rum and regret podcast on twitter at rum underscore regret uh, Joe, where can they find you? At Joe Chickadee on the socials or at joechickadee.com. Nate, where can they find you? Yeah, Avid Gamer, AV1D Gamer on all these socials and your gaming platforms of choice. Uh, you can find me at Crazy Drake on Facebook, Andrew Drake on Twitter. And until the next time, we have spoken. Da 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 da
It's effing lemon. My mother's right behind you. <laughs> Should I call it a cuddle puddle? <laughs> With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.